0: of the true church you, you should just point blank agree that we need to hold the spirit we need to pray we need to stay in the word written and revealed I mean just certain things that we just going to have to be on the same page when it comes to God's will. How many agree? Putting God first is something we have to agree on. God and his word being synonymous. We should agree on. And, and certain things that we agree on. We should, we should go further by having a scripture. That backs it up. When we say God and his word are synonymous, are the two are one, we should have scriptures like John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. We have to agree on that. When you get to go through trouble and I get to go in through trouble, both of us should agree that, you know what, we're going through something, but it's going to work out. Now, we have to agree on that as saints of God. And why would we agree on such? Because we are basing it on Scripture like Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the good to those who love God and those who are the call according to his purpose. So we're going through it, but we are in agreement that it's going to work out for our Good, But the basis, again, is because of a scripture. And so, there are certain things that, as humans, we're going to disagree on. But as saints, God's church, there are certain things that we have to agree on. I hear folks say sometimes, well, you, you know, we're going to look at that scripture different. Not if, we have, not if we have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit guide me one way, it's going to guide you that way. Holy Spirit ain't got two directions. But the Holy Spirit led me to do this instead. Well, no, the Holy Spirit is going to guide in one direction. What direction is that? Truth. All oh, Truth. But often you have folk in church that disagree about certain things that they shouldn't disagree about. And the primary reason is because somebody is not spiritually in tune. You have to be spiritually in tune. When you're spiritually in tune, that simply means you're God conscious. Specifically, you're conscious of the Holy Spirit. Why is it so important to be conscious of the Holy Spirit? John 16 and 13. Jesus said, When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he's going to guide you into all truth. He's going to give you truth about everything. Truth about how you should think, talk, and act in the church. And truth about how you should think, talk, and act outside the church. He's going to guide you into all truth. But in order for us to understand and receive his direction, we have to be in tune to him. We have to be. Because if not, we'll we'll be saying things that are in contrast to the will of God. When it comes to God's will, we have to be agreed if we're going to think, talk, and act the same way. Amos 3 and 3 says, how well can two walk together except they be agreed? Or in agreement. Then Jesus said in Matthew 12 and 25. That if if we're not in agreement as a house or a church. We're not going to stand. We're going to be brought into desolation. If there is unhappiness in the church. It's because somebody is not in tune with the spirit. It's one thing to have an unhappy moment, but you should have an unhappy life. Hold on. Why is that? Because the fruit of one of the fruit of the spirit is joy. And and God's joy work even when another fruit of the spirit is manifesting in your life. What is that? Long suffer. That's the fruit of the spirit. You can be going through a long period of trials and tribulation, but, but guess what? The fruit of joy is still gonna be work. You're going through it because God ordained for you to be going through it. But you're still going to have some joy. But you won't understand that if you're not spiritually in tune. You have to be in agreement with the Spirit. If the pastor is following Christ and giving you Written and revealed word to back up was was happening in this particular season, but you decide that that's not the route you want to take. That means you're not spiritually in tune I don't understand that, Pastor. Well, let me give you scripture. First Corinthians eleven and one. Uh, when you're spiritually in tune you're going to follow order Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1 he said look I want you to imitate me but this is how I want you to do it as I imitate Christ you can't break that order because that's not a walker order that's divine order and, and so you, you follow divine order now, if I decide I'm going to go get high and drunk out of my mind, if you follow me, both of us are out of tune. Because the Holy Spirit ain't going to lead me into evil. The Holy Spirit going to lead me into truth. And see, evil going to cause you to be bound. But the truth, according to John 8, 31 and 32, will make you free. So, so you, you have to really understand the word and understand that God himself is a God that does everything. According to 1 Corinthians uh, 14, I believe, is, what is it, verse 40. He does all things... Decently and in order. Or oh, is it verse 33? I get 33 and 40 mixed up. Y'all don't have to turn that, but you can check it out. It's, it's 1 Corinthians 14, and I'm thinking it's either 33 or 40 where it said, let everything be done decently and in order. But you have to be to the point to where when you're spiritually in tune, you understand the scripture as well as the order of God. You understand that? And you, and you don't want to fight that because when you fight it, you're out of tune. Say to your neighbor, you don't, to you don't need to be out of tune. Because if you're out of tune, bottom line, you're out the will of God. I know pastors say God gave him that, but God lead me. But he don't do that. He don't do that. Even if you think you're feeling something and you got a tongue to back it. the tongue out of tune, and you out of tune. Oh, God ain't leave me to do that. I heard that up. Oh, and you may have felt something too, but you felt wrong. That's, that's just wrong what you felt. I mean, understand that. You have to be spiritually in tune. But being spiritually in tune again you have to follow the guide of the Holy Spirit. But you also have to understand God's order. He does everything decently and? And his order, when it comes to the church, according to 1 Corinthians 11, the pastor is to imitate Christ. Is that right? So, bottom line, you following the pastor, but you also Recognizing that it's the responsibility of the pastor to make sure that he is in tune with Christ. Yeah. Follow him as he follows Jesus. And God will manifest to us that what's happening is his will. Yeah, God will put in your spirit. That's what's taking place is the will of God. If you're mature and you're obedient. He'll put it in your spirit. We'll be on the same page. And get this. We can get mad at each other. As humans. But that's not going to stop us from from following God's will. Yeah, because life's still going to happen. Issues still going to come up. But we're going to stay in the will of God. You made me mad, but I ain't going to slap you because I'm saved. <laughs> I didn't like what you said, and, and, and my flesh wanted to cuss you out, but I ain't going to cuss you out. Come here, I'm going to give you a hug. But I didn't like what you, what you said. Let's go on. And sometimes it's not that easy but, but you, have, you have to grow in God and get mature to the point to where you know how to disagree, get upset, but stay in the will of God. Because you're going to get mad. Paul told church, hey, be angry don't you cross the line stay in the wheel don't, don't sin yeah you're going to get mad somebody could step on your toe and it could make you mad you could be like she meant to do that <laughs> be angry sin nah and then it says this don't let the sun go down on your wrath what, what does that mean It means that be angry, but but don't stay mad about something. In the the process of time, you you should allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in a way that you just let certain things go. I say you just let certain things go. But the only way you can let certain things go, you got to be looking to the Holy Spirit or you got to be looking to Jesus. That's the reason the Hebrew writer said uh, to his audience, after, after talking to them about a great cloud of witnesses, he said, seeing we have so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, get this, and the sin." That's been hindering us. And let us look to Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Look to Jesus for direction. Well, how does Jesus direct? Through the Holy Spirit. He'll guide you into how much truth? Who sent the Holy Spirit? Jesus. And so that's the reason the the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. But you have to be spiritually in tune. You have to know how he operates. And when you know how he operates, you'll you'll not only know that you're on the right path, but he'll also give you an unction in your spirit that what you're doing is right. Yes, he will. If you follow truth, the Holy Spirit will talk to you. He'll give you an unction or a go-ahead or an okay in your spirit. How many know what I'm talking about? It's just like sometimes if me and, all, me and you are on the same page, you can come up here and, and I can pray for you and the Holy Spirit will, will agree as well, with me and you as, as we're praying <laughs> and letting you know it's way. He does that. He gats you into how much truth? But you have to be spiritually in tune. But John, the author of the book of Revelations, notice what he brings out in Revelations 2 and 7 again. In order for us to be spiritually in tune, based upon Revelation 2 and 7, we have to have, get this, an ear. He didn't say ears. Because he was not talking about the physical organ, or organs of, of hearing. He that has An ear. Let him or her hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Gotta have an ear. You have to be receptive to the Spirit. You gotta be receptive. Paul warned the church. He said, look, don't quench the Spirit. Don't quench it. Don't, don't be the type of person you don't want the Spirit to have his way in your life. Don't quench him. When he's telling you to go right, don't quench him by going left. You have to be receptive to the Spirit. Because sometimes the Spirit would tell you, you, you something that your logic does not agree with. See, some of us, we look at the Spirit and we want the Spirit to be logical, but the, but the Spirit will tell you some things that as a human, a fleshly person, you will consider the things that He tells you illogical because logical logically speaking you you just believe two plus two is four and and there's no way around that if i'm gonna get four it's got to be two plus two and that that's just how you you feel but when you understand god and scripture You must also realize that God said through Isaiah in in Isaiah 55, I'm not going there. He said, look, my ways are not the ways of man. My thoughts are not the thoughts of man. And then he said, "I, I want to tell you how different me and man are. He said, as high as the heavens are from the earth, so are my thoughts and so are my ways. He was basically trying to let Israel know, I'm going to tell you some stuff or show you some things that are not going to make sense to your human logic. Because I'm not trying to be logical to you. I'm being God to you. See, because man will try to change things. Yeah, he will. Let me, give you, let me give you the perfect example. God created heaven and earth. Man, I said, now, there ain't no way he could create all this. It had to be a bang somewhere. Right. Right. It had to be a bang, and all what we see just started evolving everywhere. And then, then for years, it, 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 we, we started out just like apes, and you got apes ain't changed yet. Hadn't changed yet. Then they changed that. said, so, well, well, maybe it ain't all apes, it's just some apes. No. We we are created beings. Get this. That evolve. We do evolve. Yeah. Even the age process shows shows us that evolution is right. You look good this morning, sister, but but you don't look like you looked when you was twelve. You look good, brother, but you don't look like you looked when you was 16. Why? You done evolved. How many are understanding what I'm saying? God is distinct. God will tell you some things about yourself or or give you direction that when you look at it, you don't see how in the world he's he going to cause certain things to happen based upon the direction he gave you. And, and professionals would tell you there's no way it'll happen like that. I bring this up a lot of time, but I do it every time. It, it, it's for a good reason and I feel I need to. If it was up to professionals, we wouldn't be in this church right now. If it was up to professionals, we wouldn't be debt free. If it was up to professionals, some of us would have what we have. We wouldn't be who we are right now. If it was up to some professionals, some of us would be in our grave right now. Or in the crazy house right now. Some of you former alcoholists, you, you would be at some meeting talking about, I'm still an alcoholic and... If it was up to certain folk. But because you believe in God. You understand that his ways are not the ways of man. His thoughts are not the thoughts of man. And you understand that they are very different. Because it's a long way from the earth. Even to the first heaven which is the sky. That's a long way. You ever got up in a plane. You in the sky. And you, can't, you can't even see nothing until you drop so far. That's a long way. And so you have to understand God will tell you some stuff. It ain't going to make no sense to your logic. But if the spirit of God told you is so. He drops things on you like uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. The things that you see are temporary temporary? What are you talking about? They temporary. I saw that yesterday and it's still here, but wait like three or four years down the road, it won't be. Was a time they, they would say about a plant that used to be right here, d ain't going nowhere, it's gone. Say <laughs> the same thing about Bones freight line, Bonds ain't going nowhere, it's gone. Used to be a store some of y'all don't even know about called T G M Y. We came to the community and we, we, we are selling the community and we are going to be in the community. It's gone. We never thought Kmart would leave, but guess what? It's gone. Used to love every Saturday night to go and eat it. That, man, you know what? Shoney's going to be here. Guess what? It's gone. Never thought the west side would change like it's changed. But it hasn't changed. Only thing that hasn't changed is God. He changes not. So we have to be to the point to where we understand that God's ways are different from human ways, human thoughts. And so when he tells you something, you you have to catch yourself and quit trying to put logic to it and just put word to it. Well, let me look in his word. He told me to do such and such. And if he tells you something, he's going to always have a reference. It may not be specific, but it's going to be in line with what you're going through. You're going through it financially and God drops on you, give. And you be like, your logic says, I need money. <laughs> that, that can't be God telling me to give. He know I need money. I've been asking him for money and now He telling me to give. That don't even make no sense. See, that what I'm talking about. <laughs> but then you mess around and, and you see why he tells you to give in Scripture like Luke 6 and 38. Give And it shall be given, how? Good, pressed, shaken, and running. But logically, that don't make no sense. You ain't got it to really give, but he's telling you to give. And if you give what you really ain't got to give, he's going to give you more. So you're going to take away from me by giving to you, but you're going to turn around even though I done gave my Little to you and you're going to send back some to me. Yeah. Don't make no sense logically. Does, But it does when you know God. It does when you're spiritually in tune. But again, to be spiritually in tune means you have to be receptive. You have to have an ear. And, and there have been a lot of folks who have heard the word with their literal ears, but not with their ear. Or have not been receptive. Folks have heard for years, give God tithes and offerings, and he'll bless you, still not doing it. And wonder why they're still living from check to check. You have folk that have been told for years, pray, and you won't faint. Every time they get in trouble, they don't pray. They awake to pray. They unheard pray, but they won't pray. Why? Out of tune. Out of tune you got to be so in tune with the spirit that that when trouble arises that that you know right then that the spirit is telling you stand still and watch the salvation of God but but if, but if trouble comes and you're not spiritually in tune that trouble will drive you it'll drive you to doing things it'll drive you to thinking certain ways it'll drive you to talking certain ways but if you're spiritually in tune you'll be like Elijah was so spiritually in tune with, with the Holy Spirit or with, or with God to where he not only exposed enemies, he exposed enemies to the point to where the enemies got mad at him. They got mad at him and they said, we got to find him. He wasn't hiding. He wasn't hiding. Get this. He was somewhere... Chilling. Relax him and his servant. He was sleeping. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't hiding. He, he wasn't hiding. He, he was sleeping. And he was sleeping so good to where well, even when the dawn came. His servant got up. And he looked outside and he seen the enemy. Hundreds had surrounded the city that they were in. And so he woke up the man of God. And he, he said, look we're surrounded. He wasn't spiritually in tune. He was scared. He was so scared he said we, we, we are surrounded. He said, what are we going to do? Before before the prophet even checked out the complete situation that was happening outside, a physical army had surrounded them where, logically speaking, they didn't have no way out. He, he looked at his servant and he said, uh, the ones that are with us are more than the ones that are against us. He couldn't understand it. He couldn't understand it. He, he just... This this man... I'm paraphrasing. This man is like... He, his servant like... This man done lost his mind. You know how y'all was talking when, when COVID was here and I was still preaching about his head? <laughs> like, this man, he, he must not know what's going on in in the nation, in the world. He must not talk about better and all this stuff. But, but listen to this. And, and so... The prophet recognized he is not in tune with the spirit. Now he had taught him. But he still was not in tune. So at that moment he had to actually pray. And say God open up his eyes. His discernment. So he can see. He had to pray. And so the Lord opened up his discernment are his eyes and he saw angels but guess what even though he saw the angels the angels didn't even have to work that day they didn't even have to fight that day Elijah used a word that day to defeat his enemy Elijah said Lord strike them with blindness And all of them were were struck where they couldn't see. And you know what he did? Walked right out the front door. And walked right past his enemy. They came to kill him. He, He prayed and God answered his prayer. And he walked out the front door. Right. In front of him. And went on his way. You have to be spiritually in tune. I've seen people panic because they were not spiritually in tune. I mean, look, let's just trust that God going to change the situation. If he don't change the situation, he has another plan. But let's don't move, let's don't do anything until we hear from God. And when you're like that, you're spiritually in tune. Because life's going to happen. Things going to happen to you physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. But you have to make sure in the midst of all that's happening in your life that you got an ear. You have an ear. You're listening to, to God despite what's taking place in your life. And guess what that's going to lead to as I get ready to close? That's going to lead to a blessing. Let's go to the book of James. Lord have mercy. Y'all received? I know I done put a lot of work in, in really giving you an examples about how to be in tune. And how many understand you You have to have an ear To hear what the spirit is saying to the church. But James takes it a little further. Go with me to James 1. I'm closing. James 1, chapter 1. James is just a few books uh, away from Revelation. James 1. 25. Ready? But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, the word, and continues in it, just stay in the truth or the word, and is not a forgetful what? But a doer of the word. This one will be blessed in what he what? You're going to be blessed. You can expect blessings when you are receptive and you put into action what the Spirit has told you to do. He going to guide you into how much truth? When He comes with that truth, you just be receptive with your logical self. And when you receive it, you just put into action what that word say and you're going to be Bless in all your deeds. In everything you do, you even in trouble, you're gonna see a blessing in it. Man, I, I I love what David said. David went through a real hard affliction. I mean a real hard affliction, but he, but he stayed in the word. And so when he came through the affliction, uh And again, in obedience to God's word, in hindsight, he said, it was good for me that I was affected, that I might learn your word. Scripture even says about Jesus, though he were a son, yet learned he. Obedience through the things he suffered. As a man on earth, Jesus had to learn through suffering to stay in the word. And that's powerful. Why, why Jesus? Why, why would the Savior have to learn how, how to be obedient? Because he's the example. He's the example. See, see I can't follow Jesus uh just as a spirit i have to have practical examples of jesus the man and so when i see what he did as a man i can follow the holy spirit because i know if jesus went through that and he told me to follow him i can go through that and be successful Just like he was successful. And that has to be your mindset. If God blessed the pastor like that. Because he stayed in the word. All I got to do is just follow in the pastor's footsteps. And I'm going to be blessed the same way. How can that happen? He ain't no respecter of person. I said he's no respecter of person. He not no. He don't he, he don't change. He changes not the same blessings he gave to Abraham. He'll give them to you. Why he changes not? The way he moved for people in Scripture, he'll move for you. The way he healed people in Scripture, he'll heal you. He, he may not he may not use the same stuff. He may not take no mud. And mix it with a little spit. And put it on your eyes. For you to see. He may not do that. And don't you try to go, well, Jesus put mud. Let me put some mud and spit together and just put it right here. Yeah, you're going to get some dirt in your eye because... Don't understand you ain't Jesus. And the Spirit ain't telling you to do it. You just unread and think you can. No, you can't, it don't work like that. You can't show up at no party telling me, hey, we're gonna have some wine because I got some water. Y'all got some water? We're gonna have some wine. Bring me some water. I'm gonna show y'all we're gonna have some wine. No, you ain't no wine coming forth with your water. You ain't Jesus. And that, ain't, that was not the purpose of it. That was the miraculous. How I many understand? You have to be led by the Spirit. But in being led by the Spirit, you have, you have to recognize that the same blessings people receive, you receive because God changes. Amen? But you have to have an ear. You have to be receptive and hear what the Spirit is saying to who? The churches. He ain't saying it to everybody. He's not saying it to everybody. And and you can't can't think you're doing sinners a favor by telling them what God going to do for you. Because guess what? You saying he going to do this, that. guess what they looking at you like? You crazy. Because they don't understand God talk. They might not see it logically unless you're going to take the time to show them scripture and so forth to back it up. But just telling them stuff and they looking at you and knowing where you work. And they just like, mm mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's snowing right now even though the sun is out. No, you, you, you have to be to the point to where you are led in every aspect by the Spirit of God of truth. Amen? Amen? I'm done.